Hello everyone, welcome back to Inside Vietnam. I met with a friend of mine um, from Ireland the other day for a drink and um, I asked him how's everything going and he said good and bad and so I asked him so what's good and what's bad and, and he said um, he loved being in Vietnam, he loved the people because they are so hospitable, because they are so easy to deal with, because they are very uh, friendly. At the same time, the bad thing is, he's very stressed out because of people in Vietnam, especially um, his young team, especially in managing human resources in Vietnam. And this is not the first time that I hear something like this. I've actually heard from a lot of international friends about their stress having to deal with the Vietnamese workforce. They ask questions like, how come they can't think by themselves? How come they can't plan everything out? How come they can't do everything independently? And how come they don't communicate? How come they don't come back to you and let you know what's going on? Um, instead waiting for you to actually get to them and ask what's going on and then find out by yourself that um, things are not going well. Um, and so this is not the first time I hear something like this and I've heard it from different friends, from different positions, in different companies, in different industries. And this is a, a gap, an understanding gap um, between people from developed markets um, with people in Vietnam, which is an emerging market. So going back to why this is what it is, I would like to share with you some of the root causes that um, creates this kind of gap um, or this kind of um, difference in terms of mindset and approach in Vietnam. First of all, if you study the history of Vietnam, you understand that Vietnam has gone through a very difficult time of extreme poverty from 1975 to about 1986, when the open door policy was launched in Vietnam to welcome um, foreign friends, foreign companies that actually come and um, collaborate with Vietnam. And only until 2000 that the private sector has started uh, being formed in Vietnam um, under the enterprise and uh, company law. And so for a very long time, Vietnam um, has been a very close country. Um, and it's almost only the last 20 years that we start learning new things, start professionalizing our workforce start doing things um, that are of international standard before that everything was pretty much very private very family oriented very informal uh, as in as in the informal economy the gray economy everything is was very much um, you know doing whatever to make it work today to, to actually earn something today to actually overcome today and um, so that you can um, survive you know when you have to survive, you can't think too too much, you can't think further, you can't think too long. 
right? All you have to do is how am I going to let myself um, survive today? How am I, what am I going to do to actually get my meal um, and get warm and um, and um, stay alive today? That's all about it, right? So that kind of mentality, survival mentality has been ingrained into the mindset of the um, generations that are now um, the main workforce of Vietnam, um, that are the entrepreneurs of Vietnam. And so it makes it very difficult to change this kind of mindset, the very short-term mindset, the very passive mindset um, into um, where you are today, where you are in the world in terms of development. So you have to really empathize, you have to understand, you have to um, learn the root causes so that you have a different approach to the people of Vietnam, to the entrepreneurs of Vietnam when you want to collaborate with them. In terms of workforce, I have to say that there are various reasons why um, the workforce is behaving the way that you um, you see or the way that my my good friend um, uh, has complained about. Now, first of all, if you look at the education system in Vietnam, it's a very passive approach to education. So when you go to school, when you, you when you are in class, um, it's very much a one-way information flow and you listen to your teachers and you are told by your teachers um, what is what and you have to learn by heart and then you have to pass exams and um, so it's basically learning what you are taught um, and then repeat what you have been taught um, so that you can pass the exams um, this kind of passive education system creates generations of people who just are not very active and they just sit there or stay there wait for your orders wait for your instructions and do exactly what they are told so there's no um, you know active approach to um, to um, come up with new ideas new solutions um, or to ask questions to um, use critical thinking to actually um, you know, get into a discussion and find out more about what needs to be done. It's very much the way that they have been taught in school, as in being passive, listen to the instructions and do exactly um, what you are taught. At home, um, it's very much the same. The, the culture, the oriental culture of Vietnam is in a way that, you know, the seniors are always right and the seniors will always tell you what to do and you do what you are told. If you want to be a good um, kid, a good um, um, sister, a good brother, then you have to do what you are told. So that is the cultural um, tradition or the cultural approach um, at home in families or in communities as well so the seniors are always right they tell you what to do and you listen to them and you do what you are told to do okay so that kind of kind of strengthening the the mindset that you have to passively listen you have to accept what you are told and you have to do exactly what you're told
the context of society, um, it's very much the same. As a citizen, you are um, asked to follow orders, um, and you know, instead of raising too many questions or or raising doubt about um, the policies and the direction the strategy of the nation you basically learn to accept to accept everything as it is to agree to what is accepted and follow orders so when you look at a person's environment um, whether it's at work whether it's at school whether it's at home whether they are in doing whatever in the society context it's very much merged into each other you know all the situations actually merged into one single approach which is being passive which is follow instructions which is um, accept what you are told to do and so with this mindset when they come into the workforce uh, they basically behave and react the same right they will most of the time wait for the orders to be given and so wait for their bosses to tell you what to do and not only what to do but also how to do it Um, in very um, detailed steps you have to do one, two, three, four, five if you give instructions to the workforce in Vietnam you have to be very much detailed Um, you have to tell them exactly what they should do exactly how they should do it and when they should come back to you with a report um, or what is called micromanagement So a lot of my international friends are stressed out because they have to micromanage the workforce. Um, Whereas they complain that you know in more developed markets they don't have to do so. They can basically ask someone to do something and they'll go back and they'll think about how to do it and they'll come up with their own plan and they'll go ahead and do it and then they'll report and communicate um, along the way. So you don't have to really um, micromanage each individual. However, in Vietnam, if you don't micromanage, um, things won't go the way they want it to be. So, um, if you give instructions, you have to be very clear what to do, how to do it, in how many steps, um, by when you should finish, when you finish, uh, what should it look like, um, and when you have to check in and report and communicate um, with the boss or with your uh, with your superiors. Um, But that is the way it is, um, and it, it is affected by history, it is affected by the environment, it is affected by um, you know, the tradition and culture and um, um, social development in Vietnam. Um, so even if you are stressed out and if, even if you, um, you, know, you go crazy because of the way it is, it won't help. It's not going to change anything. It's 
going to make you more stressed out every time you get you go crazy you get angry right so understanding where they're coming from and why they're doing the way um, they're doing uh, why they are behaving the way they're behaving at the moment and um, you understand how you should approach um, managing the workforce in Vietnam um, and from there you can basically actively select very bright and young individuals so that you can um, exceed management team and you can then train them, mentor them and coach them so that they can change their mindset and become future leaders. That way, you know, the change will will happen gradually through different generations of workforce in your company. And so, you know, you need to have patience, you need to have a very different approach to the workforce in Vietnam if you would like to be successful here instead of stressing yourself out complaining a lot about it and a lot of the a lot of the time some of my friends even leave Vietnam because they can't take it anymore because they they think it's a waste of time and it's so stressful for them so that's all for today um, if you come to Vietnam if you work in Vietnam if you manage workforce in Vietnam um, come with an open mind understand where they're coming from and uh, create a different approach uh, so that works for you in such an emerging market where not everything is um, you know, very organized the way that you expect it to be in more developed markets so best of luck and um, thank you for listening and um, talk to you next time